0: You're
1: listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams.
0: It's Wednesday, so it's time for Wayne on Wednesday. Wayne McCurry is a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth Investment in Johannesburg. Wayne, it's result season in the United States of America. It's sort of trading updates as a precursor to results season in South Africa. Lots and lots going on, yes. on here. What have you made of it? What do you want to do? Do you want to start with the international or the local scene? Because there's an awful lot to digest.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, so far there's been no, no. Sh- well, I suppose maybe there has been one that's come out quite bad and that was Mass Yeah. But the rest of the updates are actually quite good. South African ones now, and, and overseas ones, in fact. No, there is no shortage of earnings.
0: No, but, do, but
1: when, course, you, when you say that... interest rates haven't mm, your higher interest rates haven't bitten yet?
0: No, they haven't. And when I look at the the South African ten-year bond yield, as I do, it's at ten point three five percent. It was eleven point one two percent not that long ago. Maybe some people are saying yes. that uh, perhaps interest rates will go a little bit higher, but the the height that they will go to is already well defined. What do you think?
1: Probably, yes. I think people do understand that uh, interest rates are going up. But we know the future of inflation is going to fall dramatically next year. So I think the peak, look, uh, there's there's a certain thing called a FRA curve, forward rate agreement, a forward rate account or agreement or something like that. Yes,
0: exactly.
1: That's supposed to predict what the market is discounting. Now, that is notoriously inaccurate. I've 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 never actually known it to work properly ever. To
0: be honest, I thought these bond so traders I, were I, supposed to be actually cleverer than new equity traders, but clearly not from what you seen. No,
1: saying. I, I I've I've never known it to work. Ac- accurately predicted, but I think the market does discount probably another one and a half percent or so in South Africa. I would think
0: hmm.
1: it's still going to go up by. But then, but then as we've been as, as I was saying, inflation is going to come down dramatically um, next year in the second half more than likely and the market understands this and I think the reserve bank also under also understands it uh, so the the actual rate increases are more or less known I mean interest rates in South Africa. Um, I suppose, on some sort of look-through basis, given the current environment, should be around, you know, four and a half percent, roughly. And you know, I'm just calling up the actual plot here. Okay. Sorry, sorry. What am I talking about? Not, not, not four and a half percent. Should be about six and a half percent, given where inflation is, and that's about another percent and a half to go. Maybe, maybe it'll go up to seven percent. Um and we'll have to, but I think that's about all, you know, because inflation's going to fall probably, it could even go as low as 3% by the end of next year, simply because of the base effects and the reversals and a couple of negatives on food and oil, Mm. and then interest rates will be cut again.
0: Yeah, and I think it might be sooner rather than later I really, I really believe yeah, so. It could, it could easily be yes. Okay, there's far trade as you talked about, as you say, the forward rate agreements, which are used as a barometer uh, by 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 many economists. As you say, they've no, they're not always right, but um, no. in, in this instance, maybe they are. Now, if you have a look at the U.S. markets today, for example, if, this is the silly season. What are we now? August the August the third. And uh, the S&P, as we speak, is up around about two thirds of a percent. Uh, It says here, uh, better than expected economic data lifted stocks. The ISM, that's the Institute of Supply Management's Non-Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index released uh, today, showed a surprise rebound. And during normal times, people would say, okay, yes, it's important. The services sector of the United States economy is very important, but it wouldn't be assigned Such significance. I just think people and and journalists are a little bit bored at the moment. I think it's that that time of year in the Northern Hemisphere. It could easily be, to be honest. But I don't think this equity market
1: correction is over yet. We might be having some sort of bear market rally here. Yeah. But I don't think the correction is over yet. Uh, I think we're having a respite a little bit. But I don't think it's over yet. I think there's still a little bit more to come. And uh, as you know, we've been speaking about this extensively internally. Yes. And for what it's worth, we think it At is FNB, just a bear market uh, really. Yeah. 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 Okay. That it is just a bear market, really. And we'll have to see how it goes, you know, from here. But, yeah, that's where we are.
0: Is that a house view, uh, then, uh, would you say? I mean, obviously, the, these yeah. the, the, these comments are not uh, for publication or anything, but you speak to people uh, on, on a daily basis. But what you're saying is that the consensus is maybe to be a little bit cautious about this um, bounce. It's not a dead cat bounce, because the cat isn't dead, but on the other hand, it's not uh, alive and kicking yet. Yeah, yeah, so I, I think, you
1: know, from this level, maybe another 10 or 15% maximum downside from here. So it will be a relatively shallow, if you want to call it that, a bear market. I don't think we're going to lose 40% as in other bear markets. Hmm. But a good 25%, percent I would think will probably be justified. And then the economic slowdown, I think, will be very, very mild. You know, at, 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 while well, the U.S. is in... Recession. I mean, it's at two negative quarters, even though I know there's a whole long story about how you define a recession and there's a whole committee and a yeah. bunch of people who decide what they're going to actually do, whether they're going to call it a recession or not. But um, it is in recession, but it, it, it will be mild. You know, I don't think that this is going to be uh, earnings or an economic a bear market, it's just going to be a ratings bear market.
0: Okay. But the market just seems to be shrugging it off. And when you have a look at the US stocks that have come out with results in the last um, couple of weeks, they haven't been bad at all. They've actually been rather no, really good. good, and even if they were bad, people say, well, we're expecting that, so let's just get on with it, because the, uh, the forward-looking yeah. statement is actually not incredibly encouraging, but it's not negative either. So you've got the US. What about the South African earnings season, which is upon us? Um, and you mentioned Massmart. They came out with a trading statement. I think it was, was it yesterday yes. or the day before. And the share price at one stage was down eight you percent know, or, or something like that. This company is just mired in negativity and has been for so long. When is, when are they going to get it right? Yeah,
1: they're doing significant restructuring. Yeah, they've got some incredibly successful businesses. Builders Warehouse is a phenomenally successful business. Even though um it has come off the that very very high peak they saw during lockdown where every every man of the house was 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 told to fix the flaking paint and the leaking toilet and the squeaky door, so they did phenomenally well during lockdown mm. so it's off that pace, but it's still a really good business. Macro is also a very very good business, yeah I mean macro is the only shop that I've ever been into where I abandoned my trolley because the queue was just too long to try and get out.
0: Don't you buy your clothes the from there as well? Is it macro?
1: I buy virtually everything. I buy my clothes from macro and pick and pay clothing.
0: Oh,
1: there we go. <laughs> uh, not like Shapiro. Shapiro only buys from branded names.
0: Well, he goes to New York and, and, and Australia and, and, and places like that and buys, as you say, he buys branded things. He won't buy anything unless it's you got, got a badge easy. on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a, he's a he's a very natty dresser, is our Shapiro. Very natty. He's a very,
1: very natty dresser, very natty, natty dresser, very trendy guy. Because whenever you mention fashion brands and that, mm. Shapiro knows them all and he's been to the shops and you know, beauty and fashion and uh, uh luxury good items. He he knows he knows
0: it he knows it all. But the uh, but, and uh, more, just coming yeah, but more seriously, he invests in luxury goods companies as well. Uh, because i mean ferrari is his favorite i don't know if you saw ferrari's numbers i think it was yesterday they came out they're selling more ridiculously expensive cars than they ever have in their life they are doing extraordinarily well i think in well, somewhere yeah. like hong kong uh, i think that was that region hong kong was one uh, territory that they spoke of and i think they doubled the amount of cars that they sold uh, in th- this period from the previous comparable period so yeah david um, yeah. Yeah, he likes his he's, he's like a magpie he likes his shiny things but on the other hand it's i think it's yeah. served him and his clients quite well
1: yeah yeah it has it certainly has Um, But then MassMart, you know, they've got rid of a couple of the underperforming stores, underperforming brands that they had, Mm. and um, they're restructuring game. They're closing a lot of game stores and they're repositioning game in the marketplace. So when you look at their numbers and you take the continuing stores, in other words, the continuing operations, the the turnover on a like-for-like, store-for-store basis actually wasn't that bad, but they've been squeezed heavily by cost increases. So their margins came under quite severe pressure, in fact.
0: Okay, so there's not all retailers in South Africa are created equal. Uh, Massmart's has been a standout underperformer uh, but what about the other ones what about the shoprights and the woolies and the spas etc that have also uh, some of whom have come or some of which rather have come out with updates what do you like at the moment yeah. post uh, post lockdown post pandemic
1: well look the woolworths were a little bit disappointing but that was mainly attributable to the lockdowns in australia um, the woolworths food side disappointed me a little i, I think they they're losing a bit of market share when it comes to uh, food, especially with the online delivery and that. Because literally, I I used to go to Woolworths once a week and go and shop. Yeah. Whereas now, with Checkers sixty sixty, you go to Woolworths once a month and go and shop. So I, I think I really do think that they are losing out a little bit. A little bit on on that because so you sit at home and you order it and, it and it
0: comes to your house or you and your and, partner and beep, do beep, whatever
1: beep beep and it's in the and the little scooters there even at my garage if i need coffee or milk or whatever and we're running a bit low mm. i don't have to get in my car and go to the shop and do it i just go check a 60 60 and before tea time it's here
0: so you don't think it, it, it works
1: extremely well.
0: You don't think like me. You'll become an agrophobe. In other words, everything's so easy that you, when you do think that you have to go out somewhere, you say, "Well, wait a second. This is a bit scary. I haven't been to uh, nah, Woolworths for no. a, for 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 a month, it's and, a, a, and I've a, got to go a, there." You're not that sort of person. No, it's a,
1: no not at all. Uh, I actually quite like going shopping, hmm. and I quite like to go shopping at Woolworths because Woolworths does bring out quite a few new items that you want to go and peruse and have a look at and buy it. And I actually made a mistake the other day. I was dying. It's turned a little bit cooler here over the last few days in South Africa. Mm. And uh, I thought a Malva pudding would just, with custard yeah. would just be delicious on a cool evening. Okay. So I go look in the, in the fridge at Woolworths and I see Malva pudding and I buy it. Right. And I go home and I have a closer look, and it was a vegan one. What's
0: wrong with that? And it,
1: it, it wasn't good. Oh! Didn't it, that it didn't taste. Didn't have the dairy creamy texture that you're yeah, used then, to. Exactly, yeah, so so it 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 wasn't a huge success, to be honest.
0: Okay, well, that but, uh, was you just not looking at the label. The, hmm. it, that was... I,
1: I just I just saw Malba pudding, and I and I took it when I got home, and I was taking the label off to stick it in the oven. Hmm. I saw it was vegan, but I thought, look, look, I'm going to chow it. I'm going to try it of course look it didn't it didn't it wasn't that awful that I didn't finish my bowl, of course, not. but I didn't go back for seconds, oh. which I would normally do with malva pudding. And Look, then go back until there's none left. Of course.
0: Look, Wayne, you, you grew up with your mother, who wasn't a great cook, so anything that was is, is half decent. No, you, you will always, you will always eat it up. I mean, it, you're like a wartime child, uh, where you know you've, 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 you've got yeah. your rations. You have to eat everything. Your plate must be licked clean. What's that um, a phrase, a Dickensian f- a phrase or rhyme that says, "Jack Sprat could eat no fat." His wife that's could that eat no lean, can, uh, no but lean. just between the two of them, they licked the platter clean. You're one of those people. Yes. Um, yeah, he, I, I, I'm not. I'm not.
1: I'm not a fussy eater. There's a couple of things I won't chop. For example, anything that's anything, uh, anything like tripe or pig trotters or walkie talkie or sheep head and that, uh. I won't chop. I, try, I I I just will not try that. Um. Otherwise, I'm not really a big vegetable person. I, I quite like cauliflower. In fact, I do like <laughs> cauliflower. I like carrots. I like peas. I like potatoes. They're also vegetables.
0: Well, not really, but anyway, potatoes
1: are vegetables. They are. They yeah, are. They are. In Technically, the they are.
0: Yeah, but I mean, so they are vegetables. So, and say
1: so in other words, I do like vegetables because I really like potatoes. And and Woolworths, I must say, have got a new. Range of potato chippies that they keep the skin on. Oh, yeah. And it comes out so crispy. It's actually very, very tasty. But Brussels sprouts, I don't like, even though my dog loves Brussels sprouts.
0: Okay. You've got a dog that loves Brussels, Brussels sprouts. That must be quite interesting my, in the evening after he's digested those. Yes, it uh, is. We won't
1: go any further on No, that, we, won't, we, yes, will, we won't do that. Quite, it is sometimes quite interesting. And he's not at all perturbed about it. Eh? <laughs> he just carries on sleeping there. He uh, doesn't worry him at all, in fact. There's but a, but uh, yeah. The, the food story was, the food story, two weeks in a row now, my local uh, place I go to for Sunday lunch every day, had Christmas in July, two weeks in a row. So we had Christmas in July, two weeks in a row. And okay. one of the things they've put on there is Brussels sprouts. So, my dog has had Brussels sprouts two Sundays in a row. All right.
0: Cool.
1: But I must say, the actual meal itself, Christmas in July, the meal was astonishingly good. They, I'm, I'm not a turkey fan, but they do turkey. It's so succulent, it's tender. So, we had ham, we had, we had gammon, turkey, um, stuffing, uh, roast potatoes, vegetables, cauliflower. Brussels sprouts, peas, and then we had Christmas pudding with custard. Two Sundays in a row. It's fantastic.
0: Very good. and You must be looking forward to Christmas now, but your, your, your taste will probably be dip- different because the climate has changed. Uh, talking about potatoes, I don't know yes. if you've ever seen a series with Ricky Gervais called Afterlife. Uh, but in afterlife, yeah. one of his um, one of his colleagues, uh, who's a, a portly fellow, let's put it that way, he's generous in his proportions. Uh, he, he sits and eats all day. And Ricky Gervais's character says to this chap, you know, do you, do you eat your five vegetables a day, your five portions of vegetable and fruit a day, which is apparently recommended for people like you and I of an, of advanced years? And he says, yeah. He said, well, what do you have? Says I have five portions of potatoes. I have chips. I have potato chips. I have a baked potato, etc., and it goes on like that. So, you are one of those people, are you?
1: No, I am not a huge potato. I mean, I do like potatoes, but I am not a. I am not a huge. I don't. I don't. I don't think I overeat potatoes. When we have chips at night because last night we had chips. Oh yeah. Because last night we had the most delicious mm-hmm. um, spatch cooked chicken from Woolworths. You buy it; it's called Moroccan chicken. You take it out, you put it in the oven for, for 30, 60 minutes, however long. You carve it and you eat it. And it is, I mean, it's truly, truly delicious. And it's such a quick, there's no preparation. You just put it in the oven and, and carve it afterwards. And it is delicious. And I had chips with that. But I always got three or four chips left over on my plate. I never finished my whole allocation.
0: Well, that's a very uh, Chinese thing to do, because, for example, the next time you go to Beijing, if you go to, a, 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 not, not to a restaurant, but to someone's home, you know, a, a potential client in Beijing, and you sit there and you have food with the Chinese family, and you eat everything, that's considered to be an insult, because what it says is that they haven't given you enough food. Given you enough, yeah. You have to leave a little bit every time, even if you're still, you're still hungry. So you're one of those people, are you? That's interesting. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't,
1: I don't actually. There's normally a couple of chips left over, but at the moment I'm going through. I think we discussed this the other week.
0: Yeah.
1: A complete peri peri chili hot sauce phase. Oh gosh, don't! I'm just, I'm just using more and more chili, and it's actually delicious. Our, our domestic worker yes. went up to Limpopo for her annual holiday, right. and she came back with a bottle of locally produced chili sauce for me. And it is it is totally delicious. You, you,
0: you, you like the convenience part. Um, you like to get something that you can just bang it in the oven. You've, that's a consistent theme with you. Yes. And... Yeah. Have you ever tried this, going to your local butcher? I don't know if there's a local butcher, but you go there and have a, get a delicious free-range chicken and say to him, Spatch or her, Spatch, cook this chicken for me. And they will do that. And yeah. everything. They take the bone out of the middle and everything. And you get one of those um, zippy bag things, those plastic zip bags and whatever, and maybe get some peri-peri sauce with the Nando's brand on it, or whatever brand you prefer, and marinate it for like 24, 36 hours in there, and then put it on the braai or, or in the oven. You don't yeah. do that. You just, just buy it and a, bung it in. I just buy
1: it ready done, because that's essentially what the Woolworths one is. There. So this is the Moroccan one. They've also got a peri-peri one, which is delicious. Okay. But on Saturday, yes. I decided that's it. I am having a braai with a proper charcoal fire. And it, it was delicious with one small caveat. And it's been the case now for a while in South Africa. And I don't know if it's a case worldwide. Mm. But the lamb we're getting here isn't as good as what it used to be. It's a little tough. I mean, it's still delicious. But it's a little tough. And I've noticed this now a couple of times when we've had lamb cutlets.
0: It's... Oh, <coughs> mm, bless you. <coughs> oh, there I'm, we go. I've
1: been saving so I've got dust upon us. Of course you have. Um... I'm actually covered in dust here. Yeah. But uh, the, the the lamb's not actually as as good as what I recall. It's, it's like a little bit tough. But I, they didn't deter me from having a charcoal brine, no matter how cold it was. So I had some thin buribos and some
0: he's <coughs> sneezing, sneezing some
1: again in it. It was good.
0: Yeah. Right. Wayne's got dust up his nose um, Wayne, when I first moved to South Africa um, there was a delivery service when I lived, I think it was in Parktown North in Johannesburg uh, there was a delivery service, a company that would deliver you uh, half a lamb, half a karua lamb and it would, it would come in a beautiful brown um, brown paper packaging, etc. And you would get the you know, the chops and the leg and the shoulder and everything like that. And it was absolutely delicious. Do they not do that anymore? Because you, you sound as though you're not getting it no, from the you right can't sources. Get, you
1: can't get it. Yeah, no, I I don't actually know. I must actually go try and find out I've just been buying it at Checkers or Woolworths or wherever. I must actually find out if somebody's doing Koreo lamb, because every time we go to Cape Town,
0: yeah.
1: we stop at Colesberg yes. at a little bed and breakfast place there and walk across the road to the same restaurant. And for the life of me, I can't remember its name, but it's an old house. Well, it's not an old house. It's a house that's been converted into a restaurant. So as you walk in, what was the lounge is now the pump. And then you go down to wherever, the dining room. They've got quite a big dining room there, maybe eight or ten tables. And and you order there. And every time I go there, I order lamb. Yes. Now, it's in the Karoo, so I assume it's Karoo lamb. But it is it is delicious you know roast lamb it is totally delicious
0: yeah it's one of my favorite uh, meats when you managed to distract me i was going to ask you about food mm. uh, to conclude this uh, discussion but now we'll have to uh, conclude it on less important matters i.e the, e, the markets have you you don't think that they've bottomed uh, because i was speaking to a very well-known commentator yeah. um yesterday uh, what's today Wednesday yes yesterday and he put forward the idea that perhaps it has bottomed it may, it may not spike up but it may have bottomed and Look, this particular it could organization very, it could very was buying have bottomed. Mm?
1: what do you think yeah it, it could uh, it could very easily have bottomed and as we've spoken about and as I've said to you on many many platforms mm. that if you buy shares now you'll probably be quite happy with your decision in three years time But I still think there's downsides from here. So in other words, I'm saying the market's not bad then, But I would still be a little bit cautious and hold off. But if I was forced to make a decision today and I couldn't make another decision for three years, I would buy shares okay even though i still think there's downside so
0: if somebody said to you okay wayne um, we're going to send you abroad on a on a fact-finding mission on behalf of fmb wealth and investment you've got to do something in the next couple of days i want you to put your portfolio together you would buy and you would come back in three years and you'd be happy is that what you're saying probably yes Yeah. okay good Wayne. thank you very much for your time as always that's wayne mccurry portfolio manager at fmb wealth and investment and that was wayne on wednesday